BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today I'm going to talk about the situation where the broker asked you for proof of funds and you, well, don't have any. So I write a lot about raising money because it's a critical skill to learn if you want to get into apartment building investing and you would want to do that so that you can replace your income with real estate in the next three to five years. So raising money is critical because most people don't have a ton of their own money. Now here's one of the challenges of raising money is sometimes you get asked by the broker for proof of funds. And as a syndicator, well, the reason you're raising money is because you don't have the funds. So therefore you have no proof of your non-existent funds, and you have a, a real problem. And so I want to share with you kind of six tips on how to address the situation of proof of funds. And there's actually six of them. Here's Here they are. So tip number one is don't sound like a newbie. All right, now, the the vast majority, there's, there's really two reasons why brokers ask for proof of funds. There's one, because you sound like a newbie, and they're concerned that you won't be able to close because you don't know what you're doing. And number two is because they're following a checklist that they either put in place themselves or the seller insists on proof of funds to, to weed out the riffraff. But the vast majority, 80% of the time, is because you sound like a newbie. And this is a, a great way for the broker to make the newbie knuckleheads, tire kickers go away. And so they ask for proof of funds. So tip number one is don't sound like a newbie. Um, I have an article on this on the website, themichaelblanc.com. It's T-H-E, michaelblanc.com. And it's basically how to not sound like a multifamily newbie, all with dashes. Okay, so how then dash to not sound like a multifamily newbie and multifamilies written together. There's an article there of what you can do, some scripts you can use so you don't sound like a, a fool. And number two, of course, is to educate yourself so you're using the right language. But that's oftentimes the number one reason you're asked for proof of funds is because you sound like a newbie. So let's say you don't sound like a newbie, but you still get asked for a proof of funds. What do you do then? You follow tip number two. You basically push back. You basically look, Mr. Broker, you know, I, I understand your concern about our ability to close, but, you know, I have a team in place. I have investors in there. We're syndicating this deal. We don't have the money laying around. Uh, it'll be in a bank account, you know, a week before closing. So I can't actually give you a proof of funds. But how about this? Why don't we get together for a lunch meeting? And if at the end of it, you don't feel comfortable moving forward with me to contract or letter of intent or whatever the case may be, we'll part as friends. 
now you're pushing back and you're saying you're, you're calling for a meeting to get it because a comfort level thing. If after hearing your story about all the things you've done, the team you've built and the deals you're looking at and the investors you recruited or whatever, they make a look, you know, and this happens very, very, especially if you meet them in person, they kind of say, I get it now. Uh, you're really serious about this stuff and I can sell you to my seller. It's a great way to push back, explain the situation, and suggest an in-person meeting to make that broker comfortable. All right, so tip number three, if that don't work, then I would make the proof of funds contingent on a letter of on the signing of a letter of intent. So make it contingent of within 48, whatever, 72 hours, I will supply a proof of funds. And that does two things. Number one, it buys you time, but number number three, when you get a proof of funds, which we'll talk about in the next next tips, if you actually have to get a proof of funds, you don't want to run to get proof of funds for something that's not real. And real is a signed document, right? Because, and I'll explain to you the process of getting a proof of funds, but it's onerous on behalf of the person you're getting them from, and you want to use those lightly. So, right? so, so if you must if you must agree to a proof of funds and make it contingent on signing something, an LOI or maybe even better, a contract, you know, within 48 hours of signing the contract, I will get you the proof of funds. So the farther back you can push it, the better. The minimum is signing of an LOI. I wouldn't even say anything before then. I'm, I'm not, it's not with the LOI, it's within the LOI because otherwise I'm not going to my investors for no reason whatsoever, not even knowing if we have some agreement here. So I would totally push back in that way. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So <clears throat> tip number four. If you've done those things and you actually now need to get something. So one thing you can do is you can demonstrate intent, not quite by providing a proof of funds. And I'll talk about what that is. But uh, so instead of providing an actual proof of funds, what you do is you, let's say you have verbal commitments from your from your investors. What you do is you basically have them sign a very small one page letter of intent to invest it says, Hey, Michael's a good guy. I have a hundred thousand dollars. I want to invest with him and given, and if the deal's right, I will invest with him. Kind of like an intent. And you have, let's say you're raising $250,000 and you have five people at $50,000. Then you have each five of those investors sign uh, this document and you can, uh, you can include that with your letter of intent that you're submitting as an offer. And it just makes your offer more, uh, more credible. And it would actually possibly satisfy that requirement. Now, if that does not satisfy the requirement, you need to actually get, you've done all these things and it just simply does not satisfy it and you really want to get in this deal and you haven't walked from this guy because it's being a pain in the butt. If you actually must get a, a proof of funds, here's how you do it. Get it from one of your investors or another high net worth individuals. Now, what you're looking for is this. Here's what a proof of funds is. It's either an, an excerpt of an account statement, a brokerage account or, or, or a bank account with the account number 
you know, crossed out. Or it could be even better, it could be a one-page letter from the financial institution of this individual that says, so-and-so has, you know, $400,000 in management with us. Please call me with any questions. And it doesn't cost them anything. It's very easy to produce. And you can actually create, you know, create the template for them. And it's just very easy to do. And, and, and the person, number one, who providing you with proof of funds doesn't actually have to invest with you at all. It could simply be a friend of a friend who wants to help you with this, basically this letter. And it does not obligate him to use the money or invest with you at all. And this kind of makes the whole proof of funds thing kind of a meaningless exercise because you provide this proof of funds and if it's not in the name of LLC you're buying in, then it's kind of sort of useless, right? But first of all, you don't even have the entity created that you're buying a building with, so you can't provide a proof in the entity. And 99% of the time, you're not going to be asked for that. So basically what you're providing is you're showing someone that you know someone with money. That's how meaningless the proof of funds exercises, which is why I kind of, you know, I belittle it on the one hand, but on the other hand, sometimes you got to jump through the broker's hoops, and that's what we're doing here. So that you basically, tip number five, is get it from a high net worth individual that you know who wants to help you. And then tip number six is you can also get a proof of funds from me. Now, you have to, you have, to have my, in order to get a proof of funds with me, you have to have my syndicated deal analyzer. Because I, before you submit a proof of funds, I need to know that you have your underwriting, you're analyzing a deal correctly. So the deal analyzer you can get through my website, themichaelblank.com, or just search for search for syndicated deal analyzer on Google, and you'll find it immediately. And you have to be in my Deal Makers Mastermind program, which currently, as I record this, is only forty nine dollars a month. The reason for that is because it allows you to upload this your analysis, get feedback from a coach on your analysis, and if you feel like you're ready to partner or get a request a proof of funds. You can submit it for a deal desk. And again, I do this sparingly for the reasons I just outlined. But if you are getting into a deal and you need, absolutely need a proof of funds, I will give you one up to a million dollars right now. So those are your six tips. Number one, before you get started, don't sound like a newbie because you'll avoid, avoid 80% of the time being asked for proof of funds. Push back by saying you're a syndicator. You don't have the money. You know, let's meet. Number three is make the proof of funds contingent on at least a signed LOI. Number four, uh, uh, submit with your LOI the letter of intent to invest from your investors. That's also pretty cool. And then tip number five and six is basically get a proof of funds from a high net worth individual you know, or for me, if you're in my minimal dealmakers mastermind program. So if you follow the steps, you'll never get stumped by a proof of funds again, and you are well on your way to your first deal.